With us this morning is uh, Governor David Patterson. And, uh, Governor, uh, another week has gone by, and so many things have changed, and so many things have not changed. Uh, what say you? Where, where, where do you think we are? Well, John, it is uh, a really difficult time for the cities in this country because those who have a lot of office buildings like New York and the New York Post wrote about this on Friday, um, less and less space is being used. It's causing the property values to fall. It's uh, causing more and more people to not come to work at the rate that it would have been thought once the pandemic ended. And it's going to be a real crisis down the road. Now, when you add to that, that there are people coming into the city, but it's the migrant population. And so far, they've been restricted to New York City pretty much because the county executives in the other areas have gone to court to try to stop that, which I think, it, look, whether you are, um, no matter how you feel about the border, if people actually do get in, I don't they should, think they should be sent just to uh, centers uh, that are decided somewhere in Washington and not... Uh, you know, collectively by the counties of the state and, uh, and the states themselves. So I think that that's just exacerbating the situation that we talked about last week. There, there was reports that uh, uh, they were going to put them uh, in churches. Uh, they were going to put them in private homes and, and pay the uh, people in private homes $100 a night or something. Uh, I mean, at some place it's out of control. Yeah, and also, you know, I, I think there actually are some people who would uh, let the migrants stay in their homes, but like any other situation, like foster care or something like that, there has to be a little bit of a, a background to understand who's actually coming there and what special needs they might have, and, you know, in addition to the fact that they're, they're being there. Mayor Adams actually is talking about bringing some people to the mansion and having them stay there. Um, and that's a nice gesture, symbolically. But it demonstrates that he continues to be the one person in government who con is trying new ideas, bringing up uh, possibilities. Not all of them necessarily would work, but it demonstrates the effort that he's putting in, and uh, he should certainly be commended for it. it, it's, uh, it it's just a, a, a very difficult situation. And, of course, um, this week with the smog alert and the, the uh, uh, index uh, almost up to 500, which would be the highest recorded in the world, it's, uh, <laughs> it's, a, it's a frightening time to be uh, around this area. Uh, you're absolutely correct. And uh, it's, the Mayor Adams told people to stay home uh, a few days this week, and every restaurant in the city was empty. Yeah, and, and that you know, nullified profit in the restaurants and exacerbated that particular problem because if, you, if people are not coming to work, they're not working in the office buildings, then they're not using the facilities around the office buildings and that causes uh, some of them to go out of business and causes others to be struggling for survival. And we, we have just got to find some way to bring uh, leaders from different communities together to try to hammer out some problems rather than being antagonistic to each other. Agreed. Um, but it, it can't be keep coming and coming and coming at some place, at some time, it's out of control. Yeah, well, we talked about that 
last week. And, and I certainly would hope that um, there is a way to, to uh, equalize the migration of people, not just to New York City. I don't know what New York City did wrong, which meant that we were supposed to get the, the migrants. And the county executives, oh, they had fun cheering on Governor Abbott when he sent the buses of migrants to uh, uh, Manhattan and uh, to the surrounding boroughs. But then all of a sudden, when someone wanted to send it to their areas, they have some reason why they don't want to do that. Now, I just think that's very unhelpful at a time like this. Now, I understand that the federal courts uh, uh, allowed the city to keep sending them. Uh, was there an appeal? Do you know uh, what the current status is on uh, this I, weekend? I think the counties are appealing that decision. I, I think it's a very good decision. Um, but it's going to take a little time to, to bring it to fruition. Anything else you want to tell the people? Well, uh, you know, at this particular time, uh, you know, things can look very bleak in terms of the inflation rate that we have in this country, uh, in terms of uh, some of our economic centers being um, uh, diminished by uh, the lack of a workforce and also the lack of uh, activity. But uh, New York has always been a resilient city that's always kind of bounced back. It certainly looked pretty bad during the fiscal crisis in 1975, but we bounced back from that. And it certainly looked horrible after uh, the terrible attack on our country on September 11, 2001, and we fought back from that. So I hope in the midst of all of this, even though we're raising some difficult issues, that we still have that resilience, that desire, and that drive to bring the city back uh, as one of the great cities, if not the greatest city in this country. I agree. Thank you, Governor Patterson, and uh, have a great uh, rest of the weekend, and we'll, we'll catch up with you again real soon. Thanks, John. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.